welcome back to another episode of Body Talk. Today we are joined by a very, very special guest, Kelsey. Say hi, Kelsey. Hi. <laughs> so today we're just going to be talking about similar things or not similar things as the last episode. First of all, how are you doing today? Um, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So Kelsey, how or when do you remember starting to become aware of your own body image? Um, well, I think as a kid, I started in like martial arts and ballet, which are like very contradicting um, (laughs) things. And so I think like as a kid, you know, you're in ballet and you're supposed to be like this skinny, feminine, like beautiful little like figure on stage. And like in martial arts, you're kind of more supposed to be like strong and stable. And it's more of a like considered like a man sport so I didn't really fit in there either and I think I would say by the time I was seven or eight I kind of became aware that like I was different in both Mm -hmm. because I did martial arts like I was bulkier than the other ballerinas but because I did ballet and because I was a girl in martial arts I was like skinny and different and so I, I think I started to at least become aware of my own body image by seven eight years old how what age did you start martial arts again five yeah so that would make sense especially like I started ballet when I was oh gosh was I two or three I don't remember but I was really little so yeah yeah I think speaking for someone with similar experiences um that is very very true because you get broad shoulders and you get muscular thighs and especially when you're in like tights and a leotard, like it's so obvious, um, which is great, especially when you're <laughs> younger, but like cognizant of it all. Um, do you, is there more stuff about like your body image and martial arts that you feel you could elaborate on? Yeah, I think, well, actually it was more outside of martial arts that I really started to become insecure about what martial arts was doing to my body. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, both boys and girls would like say to me you look like a guy um and like sometimes they meant it as a compliment like oh you look like a guy you're so strong and sometimes they meant it as like why do you look like a guy and I I think also like I stuck with martial arts I did like quit ballet in like fifth grade um and I think you know even now like in high school like being a female martial artist like you said you get the broad shoulders and the big thighs and like your martial arts engages your entire body in a way where like you don't you develop so much muscle um and it does like people a lot of times like oh women shouldn't look like that like women shouldn't have big muscles like that's not attractive and it's like you know, it took me a really long time to be like, well, I don't care if it's attractive. That's yeah. like, I need it to be able to successfully be a good martial artist. And like, you know, it's attractive to somebody and that's, you know, I don't need you to tell me what you think is attractive in a woman. And I, I think too, like martial arts, just being a male dominated sport, like when guys do it, they're like, oh, you're so buff and so strong. Mm-hmm. And you look so good. And when girls do it, it's like, oh, you're so buff and so strong. You're unattractive and look like a man. And that's, I think that's been a big thing. Like when you do ballet, people are like, oh, you look like a ballerina, you're so pretty. But martial arts is almost the exact opposite experience. Well, it's also like going off of the double fucking standards. Um, <laughs> like 
if a girl in martial arts is buff compared to guy like yeah guy gets all the praise like oh he's muscular he must be strong and then of course a woman being buff is unattractive or whatever but then if you have like more petite like smaller feminine martial artists it's like oh well you're obviously not like working hard enough like you're weak and you don't you haven't built up any strength I'm like what do you want me to look like a refrigerator like what (laughs) what is it's so frustrating yeah it's it's also like you know like I'm pretty curvy like I have huge boobs and (laughs) and like it's one of those things where it's like uniforms are made for men so like I look too buff out of it but if I'm not buff then I'm not strong enough for martial arts but I'm attractive to men and it's like I don't know what you want there's like 20 standards at play here and like the I can't match any one of them so we can't win it's so fun (laughs) um well I guess this is more like personal so it's up to you but were you, I mean, you talked a bit about like being I, made fun of, I guess, or just like pointed out that you had like an athletic, more muscular body and that started at a young age and it's probably still relevant now because no one likes what we look like. <laughs> but like, do you think that's at the forefront of people's minds? Like when they see you not in a uniform, obviously when they see like you in a tank top or something or you with shorts on? I mean, the thing is, like, I pretty much only wear tank tops, and there's a lot of different reactions, but because of, like, the way I grew up and, like, having so many people say, like, oh, you look like a man, or oh, like, why is everything so, like, big, you should, like, get smaller, like, that sort of stuff, I think, like, now, you know, I have some really supportive friends, and they're always like, oh, Kelsey, you're so buff, and, like, they mean it in a good way, but, like, I have to like tell myself that they mean it in a good way because so many people didn't Mm. growing up and I I think too like I'm very self-conscious like I kind of wear whatever I want and I like pretend that like oh yeah I don't care what I'm wearing and I don't care what people think of me but I do and like I I think when I go to college like I'm going to change the way I dress and everything so that like I don't have to worry about how people are going to perceive me like I did in high school and like I think um you know, I don't, I don't like to say that, like, things like that get to me, and, like, my whole life, I've always been, like, I don't care about body image, and, like, all my friends with eating disorders always come to me, because I'm, like, that person who doesn't care, and who's, like, gotten over the standard, but, like, the truth is, like, if you're told enough times that you look like a man, (laughs) yeah, um, that you don't fit the standard, and that you're not attractive, and, like, you need to change your body, like that's you just you internalize that a lot I think and like when I wear shorts I'm always self-conscious because I have stretch marks because when I was doing martial arts like my muscles grew really fast the minute I hit puberty Mm -hmm. and like I had stretch marks by the time I was nine and like you know and I at the time I weighed 80 pounds and I had stretch marks like that you know and like that sort of stuff like I'm always self-conscious about wearing short shorts and like tank tops people commenting on my arms and my shoulders and like how broad they are and how buff I am and I'm like I don't know if that's good or bad and I don't okay yeah yeah it's definitely because I would say like if I didn't know you like I knew you like you are you seem like very um not like fuck the world but just like 
I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, like a little bit and like a mix of that. And like, you know what? This is my life. Like I do what I want. Like you really don't think about it, but you're a teenage girl. <laughs> like, of course you think about it. And like knowing you, of course you think about it. Like it's, it's not something we talked about this a little bit in the last conversation, but the difference between like body positivity and body neutrality and how there's definitely a toxic side of body positivity because it kind of like suppresses your negative feelings about yourself to just force yourself to be like, oh, well, like, you know what? I need to love myself, blah, blah, blah. But it's very hard to sometimes. And it's not good if you just disregard how you feel about yourself, which is why body neutrality is like an interesting topic. Just, you know, recognizing what you look like, how you can take care of yourself and everything, but not, you know, just being like, oh, whatever. Like, I don't need to feel sad. Like, my body is like great ha 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 like when that's not the case sometimes so I I think too like for me I think three or four of my closest friends had severe eating disorders growing up Mm -hmm. um I think two of them were hospitalized for months um and I felt like I had to step into this position of like I love my body because they always said to me I wish I had your body like I wish I looked like you and I don't think it was because they wish they looked like me I think it was because they wish they didn't look the way they did and Mm -hmm. I if I took on this thing of like let me point out all my flaws to you and tell you that I love them no matter what then maybe you'll see your flaws and you'll love them and to be honest it kind of worked you know like they pulled out of the eating disorders because if they came to me and they were like this is what I don't like about my body I'd be like well I have this do you like this on me I have this do you like this on me like would you criticize me for these things well then why would you criticize yourself for this but like in the process I also pointed out all the things I don't like about myself (laughs) over and over and over again and it's like at some point I stopped worrying about how I felt about my own body and just tried to support those around me and you know, also, you know, when you have friends with eating disorders, you have to be really careful. Like you can't talk about your own body image with friends like that, because, you know, you need to support them in the process of getting better and you never really get over an eating disorder. And so I haven't really usually had the opportunity to talk to friends about things like that, because like, I think you, Stella, are like one of the only people we've really, really like talked about this yeah. um, multiple times. Um, but like, most of my friends I can't I can't really talk about it with them because it's just it's not appropriate for me to do that um and so it's just something I don't really talk about or confront very often yeah well thank you for (laughs) being very very um engaged I appreciate it um because I know that I mean I you've talked about it before but not to like the full extent of like what that did to you which is really detrimental to like mental health which sucks um just like to be blunt but that's really interesting like like how you because you're a good person obviously and like working with your friends (laughs) um working with your friends like who are struggling with these things but then of course on the flip side you're repeating again and again things that you don't like about yourself and then you're just kind of beating down on your own mental health again and again and again, just like that. I don't know. It's just it's just really interesting to me. 
I mean, I'm not surprised because you're the kind of person that would do that because <laughs> like, like in a good way, of <laughs> course, of course, but it's just, it's super like, of course you try to be the general you, like you try to be so, if, if your friends are going through something like this, especially if you are like of a leader personality type, um, <laughs> you do <laughs> take on this like, you know, like maternal love and like support and just like the um, like big sister, just like like that kind of personality and like want to help your friends, but it can be so degrading, like if like for yourself, which is not fun and you don't deserve that, but it's just, it because it, it, it is what it is because you also can't talk about that with those people. Right. It's and, it, and you also like you don't realize it at the time like mm-hmm. it, it's such a gradual thing that like by the time you've created this like thing where every time you look at yourself all you see are the flaws that you continuously point out to people you're like well too late to fix that <laughs> like yeah. already did that it's been years but yeah <laughs> that's so fun <laughs> but yeah, it's just honest. So much of just body image and in general, it's just double standards or just circles like again and again, um, and it's very hard to get out of in like a bod- in a positive way. Yeah. Has how has your perception of yourself changed like growing up? Yeah, I think um, earlier we were talking about how like I kind of have this attitude, or at least I present it of like fuck the world yeah (laughs) Um, and I think as a kid I definitely didn't totally have that like um I wanted to be like the girl who like giggles and is polite and like is like attractive to boys and like everybody likes me and I'm so sweet and Mm -hmm. you know and I I tried that um through middle school didn't totally work out for me and I think around like seventh grade I was like screw this um And I started to, like, be like, you know, I don't mind women who are buff. I don't mind how I look. And, like, I'm okay with that. And I don't need to, like, fit into this standard of, like, this stick figure girl um, that everybody keeps telling me I need to be. Um, And you know, also from the Asian side of my family, I was getting, you need to eat more, you're too skinny, (laughs) you know, I was getting the exact opposite of what, like, kids were saying, and at some point, I just kind of went, not, like, fuck the world, but, like, screw the people around me who keep telling me what I need to look like, like, I can decide what I want to look like for myself, and I Mm -hmm. I think that was a huge change for me, Um, because I was bullied all throughout seventh grade for a million different things, (laughs) but um, by the end of seventh grade, I, I kind of realized that, you know, I just needed to stop listening to what other people were saying, because at the end of the day, it's just noise, and it's not going to affect me in 10 years, and um, I think, you know, through high school, um, (laughs) you know, you still meet the occasional rude comment and stuff, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Um, but I, I think through high school, like, I've become a lot better at deflecting that and I've become a lot more confident in myself and of course I still have insecurities like my thighs and my waist and <laughs> looking like a man but at the same time like I think I've just become a lot more okay with that like I've I'm like look I'm insecure about these things but 
it's not like I'm going to change them and it's not like I hate them with a burning passion I just have to like be okay with that yeah Um, and I think that's how it's changed for me like I've just become okay with being insecure is a lot of it (laughs) yeah no that's like a huge thing um because invalidating like your own insecurities is not all what anyone should do um to be like oh I'm fine LMAO but because that's like not I tried that didn't work (laughs) um and I mean I think they're always going to be like you see like women every day like friends or celebrities or whatever like they post about you know how beautiful they are and their body like image and how they've grown so much confidence and of course like that's true like they are beautiful and they have all this confidence but that doesn't mean that there aren't days where they're just like crying in front of a mirror like that's so valid and I think it's really like shame there's a lot of like girl on girl shame for like criticizing yourself and like for me well for you also like having 26 ways but like big thighs and like having you know good good boobs I guess is the word like we have for a lot of people like bodies that they would want and that's just true like I've heard that from my friends you've heard that from your friends but there have been times of course and I'm sure for you when I just feel like absolute shit and I'm like I can't like this shirt makes me look so broad and like that's not what I want or like something like that and I'll receive comments that are like shut up you're literally beautiful and like yeah most of the time I like to think they come with love but at the same time it's like they don't really need to shut up or like that's literally so wrong you have amazing thighs like at least you don't have to worry about what you eat or whatever and that's true like I don't really because I don't have an eating disorder on either like end of the scale but it's still like super invalidating to like hear that and think that oh like I guess you're right like I don't have to be insecure about myself let me just turn the button off I think too like a lot of times the insecurities aren't like I think this because I am this way and everything is about me. It's like other people have told me that this is not valid and now I'm insecure about it. And when I look in the mirror, this makes me insecure and somebody goes, shut up, you're beautiful. It's like, you may think that, but do you know how many people have said otherwise? Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's like, I totally am so grateful for the body I have. And I'm so grateful that like, I don't have to worry about what I eat, that I don't have an eating disorder, that like, I'm able to be fit and not have to worry about medical conditions. And like, I'm so, so, so grateful for that. I really, really am. But I've had so many people tell me you look like a man from both men and women. I've had so many people tell me you're unattractive. I've had so many people tell me I'm fat. I've had so many people tell me I look fat, um, but I'm not, or that I have big thighs or that I should eat less or that I should eat more. And like, you know, those are still valid experiences and I'm not saying that like I've had the worst experience ever or to pity me but I am saying that like you know I have insecurities and they're there for a reason it's not because the world revolves around me and I only think about myself and I'm insecure about myself it's because other people have imposed these insecurities on me and I'm human and I've internalized them and you know they started as a kid yeah Uh, 
And so, you know, I, yeah, I totally get that. And I, I think too, like, by talking about your insecurities, you're not saying, oh, like I have the worst insecurities and people who have bodies that don't fit the media, like aren't valid because I have these insecurities. You're not invalidating anybody else's insecurities by saying that you're insecure. Yeah. You know? No, there's a term that I'm trying to look up. I don't remember what it's called, but just just literally like going back on what you just said um when like you try to diminish or like decrease the validity of someone's argument to like that doesn't make sense to like increase the you know when you you try and invalidate someone's argument to increase the validity of yours Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I saw recently on a video somewhere. And I was like, that's the the term that I'm trying to look for. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, like when you, you know, when you say like, oh, well, I hate the way I hate my hip dips. I hate my hip dips. But like, if I say like, I hate my hip dips and someone else is like, okay, well, you have a small waist and perfect boobs. Like, you don't get to be, like, sad about your hip dips. Yeah. Like, that's so toxic, especially especially in, like, girl-on-girl interactions, like, regarding yeah. body image. And, and I think it's a lot of, like, a lot of times it comes with good intention. Like, people are trying yeah, to be, of, like, of course. no, you're beautiful. Like, don't think that because you have all these other great features. Um, and look at what I don't have. But yeah. what it ends up coming off as is like your insecurities are invalid. And yeah. like, like you don't need to be insecure. Like, and it's like, it's okay to be insecure. Because yeah. how else, are, like, if everybody's insecure. So the question is, how are you going to address it? Not how are you going to hide it? So mm-hmm. that's like, that's, I think that's a big thing. And I think that's a huge part of like media nowadays. Like, there's mm-hmm. this huge culture. And I think it's changing. I do, I do think it's changing. Like, we're trying to recognize all body sizes and not just like extreme on both ends of like the scale and then like in the middle mm-hmm. we're trying to like the whole range of bodies and I, I think that's great but I think too like there's still this culture of like you can't complain about how big your thighs are unless they're this big and yeah. you can't complain about what you look like unless you've been criticized this many times right mm-hmm. and it's like no like we all have insecurities and it's it's okay to be insecure and I I think that's true for men too you know there's this culture Mm -hmm. around men like you can't be insecure about your body and like women have it in general like you just can't yeah and it's like and the truth is that's where toxic masculinity comes from like this idea that they can't be insecure that they can't be like worried about things in like the way that they look because that's like feminine and that's a girl thing like I think it's weak the whole exactly and I think like the whole issue is just like we need to be able to embrace our insecurities to change the culture around body image so that insecurities like that in the future won't have to exist so like if we can embrace that we're insecure about these things and address why people are insecure about them then we can start to make change but if we can't address that people are insecure there's no way we're going to change the culture surrounding these different body parts yeah and that actually brings up a good point because there's so much like you know, for guys, there's so much emphasis on, like, loving and respecting and, like, validating bodies that aren't, like, 
Chris Hemsworth, but <laughs> there are people, but then in the same time, that kind of decreases and like invalidates insecurities that people with Chris Hemsworth bodies like might feel because it's like, oh, well, you know, like you have like this amazing body and like we're trying to give more love to like these types of bodies that people shit on more. So like, what do you have to be insecure about? You look like a god. And it's like, that's then of course, like men feel, in this case, men feel like invalidated and like their uh, insecurities are totally suppressed, which is exactly where toxic masculinity comes from. Ow. And I think too, like the idea that like a lot of times these guys that we see as like God bodies and like the perfect Chris Hemsworth Mm -hmm. body don't see themselves that way. Like a lot of times they keep working and working and working and working because they never feel like they're good enough or quite there yet. Yeah. And no matter, and like we don't take the time to validate men's bodies enough in general, but we also don't take the time to like notice the insecurities like there's plenty of guys who work out all the time and are super super fit who are super super skinny too because they're like growing or they're tall or they're young or that's just the way their body is yeah how they're built it's like we we're like oh the more you work out the more like big you'll get so you need to eat more and work out more and like just be bigger but the truth of the matter is is like if you're six seven and have a super fast metabolism and you're 15 like you're not gonna be able to fit the mold of what like we classify like a handsome guy should look like and it's like there's nothing you can ever do to technically fit that because that's just how your body's made and like we don't take time to validate men's bodies and to be and to validate men's insecurities because it's weak and it's like how dare you talk about how you're insecure about this? Like you should be strong and keep working until you're not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And of course, like there are bodies in general, like that can't change. Like physically, like you can't, no matter how much you starve yourself or how much you work out or the diets or Weight Watchers or whatever, like it just doesn't work all bodies are built differently and people get so shamed for that like yeah you can't and and the opposite direction where like you call people anorexic you're like oh she must be anorexic but it's like no she just just has a fast metabolism like you know she eats more than like the three of us combined and is still like this tiny little stick figure because she has like she has a fast metabolism doesn't mean she's unhealthy call her anorexic because you don't know her but she looks skinny to you like you know, and if she does have an eating disorder, shaming her online for having it is not the way to, no. fix her, you know, so like, it's, it's just, it's a matter of like, not just like being like all bodies are beautiful, but recognizing that all bodies exist. Yeah. You know, and that they're natural, like they exist and they're natural. Like they're not like, sure. There are people who are obese and probably could be a lot healthier in their lifestyle and that would change how they like look and might be healthier for them and good for them but that's a decision that they need to make and it's not your decision on social media to tell them to make so it's like just recognizing that like all bodies are natural and a lot of being fit and having this perfect body has to also do with like wealth and money yeah right that's a very good point (laughs) but yeah that's all super super valid and stuff that 
this society and societies in general just struggle with like just validating insecurities or validating different body types like yeah there might be people who don't live the healthiest lifestyle and could change and that might not be the healthiest body or the most beautiful body quotes but that is their decision and you literally saying like work out go to the gym like okay now I'm all better now thanks for your comment like it's so or or the people who like you said the girl with like the fast metabolism who is very skinny but very healthy she just that's how her body works and like go eat a hamburger like that literally is not relevant like because you have no idea what my situation is like not all bodies work the same at all not all bodies look the same like it's just it's a whole thing that we need to work on but I would say that there is progression from it's just changing all the time to be honest but (laughs) it is yeah well thank you very much um this is a very good conversation because we touched on a lot of things, personal and general. But I very much appreciate it. Thank you for joining us today, Kelsey. <laughs> I feel like a radio host. Oh, but um, yeah, I'll see you guys. Not see you. I will talk to you guys next time, whenever that may be. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.